This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nonsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 73 is brought to us by Bybit. Now, October is almost over, which means the promotion they have for new traders to simply show up and do something and then be eligible to win $2,000 USD uh, is also about to be over. And if you are an existing trader, all you have to do is trade and you are eligible for your own promotion. If you want to know more, see the link down below. Now, that takes you to the blog. And at the bottom of that blog, you can see exactly how this promotion goes down. Uh, but this is something very unique to us. And quite the opportunity, because a lot of people who promote Bybit are very large channels. I am not as large, so the chances you have of winning are higher than usual. And now is a perfect time to start trading again if you've been sitting out this little lull we've had, which is very strange in the crypto market, but it does appear to be over, possibly, hopefully. But either way, there are now multiple reasons to get your ass in gear and get started trading on Bybit. It is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast, and I'm going to go ahead and share with you a few people I follow on YouTube. Pretty sure I've mentioned some of these people in the past, but um, feel free to check them out if you want. They're people who I respect. Uh, whether or not I agree with them or not is irrelevant. Uh, but a small handful of them lately have started making very bullish cases for the market. Uh, we've seen bullish sentiment come back this past week. Now, we have seen this story before in the bear market. Um, I have been very on top of calling these things out every time I see them. Uh, and so far, I've been right to do so. Uh, but this one does feel a bit different. It seems like everybody's kind of in on this one. Uh, but the question I always want people to ask is why? Uh, what is this bullish case that's so bullish that it outweighs all of the bearish cases we talk about on this show? It really does appear like the energy crisis could still be in its very early stages. The food crisis hasn't even happened yet. The housing crisis is just starting to show signs as well. You know, banks are getting all shaky. Bonds are just weird right now. You know, the war doesn't seem like it's letting up. Like, tell me what out there is so damn exciting to where I need to flip my bearish sentiment to bullish. And then these people need to do what they never do. And tell me, how long do you think this is going to last? Is this going to be a short-term retracement? Is this going to be a medium-term retracement? Or is this just going to be the way things are going to be from now on? You know, is the worst behind us and everything's just going to be awesome again? You know, you're going to have a really hard time convincing me of that. I wish they would go into that part a little more. And I think there are reasons why they don't. Uh, but again, we do not need to allow ourselves to fall into an echo chamber. It's very important that we see both sides and remain objective throughout this entire process. So if you follow a man named Michael Gayed, G-A-Y-E-D, um, he has been talking recently about a melt-up in the stock market. Now, this would take probably an entire episode to really break down, and I think we probably should do that at some point. Uh, but for the time being, it's better just to go to his channel, and here is case. Uh, Melt-ups are not a sign of a healthy market at all, but it just it's just a time where stocks go up a lot based on certain factors. You know, long term, it's really one of the last things you ever want to see. Uh, but we have to remember, I've said this before, funds and people on Wall Street everywhere are just looking for any reason whatsoever to get bullish just so they can show their clients something at the end of the year because they're all getting wrecked right now. 
I don't know if you saw the tweet. Uh, one of my followers actually tweeted it to me, and it's uh, it says uh, the, the traders at J.P. Morgan just have no idea what to do right now. Nobody has any thoughts, you know. And it's just like Jim Cramer. It's just like Kathy Wood. These are products of a thirty to forty year bull market. It's all they know. You know, once you take them out of that environment, they're completely lost. You know, so you have a lot of people who fit this description, and you, if you just give them a reason to be bullish, they will pile on, and that will make the market go up. So expect something like this to happen at least one time, if not multiple times, during this bear market we're in. And during this bear market, I expect to see for years. Now, another guy who is, he actually said he thinks there's about a 50% chance of this happening, and that's going to be Mark Moss um, when it comes to an actual Fed pivot, which also needs its own episode, and that needs its own episode a lot sooner than later because this we're about to get some really key information on this in the month of November. Uh, but again, that is not the theme of this episode, and we're already five minutes in and haven't even gotten to it yet, so... You know, Mark's main point is that unlike 2008, you know, where it was an institutional problem, this is a government problem, and governments can just turn the lights back on whenever they want and make things all right and make things better, and they could be very close to doing that. Now, my counter-argument to this is how much confidence do people have in the government now as opposed to before? Now, you guys have heard the term con artist before. The very first part of that word is con, which stands for confidence. Con artist must have your confidence in order to do his job. Once he no longer has that, well, then he's quite ineffective now, isn't he? And we've seen the Fed bumble and stumble through this entire recession. So, you know, what's it going to look like now? If Jerome Powell says something, are people going to be dumb enough to believe him this time? Or are they simply going to believe them because they want to and they want to see the market go back up? And you're going to have that effect like I explained before. You know, so these two things could very well happen, but either way... Not financial advice, but simply my opinion. I think if we bull for the next few months, um, maybe even a little bit longer, that no matter what this rally is, no matter how long it lasts, it's going to be very artificial. I say it before, mathematics and economics are undefeated. They will always win over time. And the mathematics and the economics going the opposite way are extremely strong. And no amount of nonsense is going to take that over. Then again... Really, from 2019 to the end of 2021, uh, the entire market was just full of nonsense, and it did nothing but bull. So you can't rule stuff like this out. Uh, now, what will that do for crypto markets and for stocks? Well, another guy who I follow, Mark Yusko, says that we will see a face-ripping, face-melting rally to the upside in things like gold and crypto once the Fed makes this pivot. Because this means the money printers getting turned back on are not far behind. And that's when the fun really begins. So if something like this were to happen, we want to make sure we're participating in that run. Correct? You know, on this show, I always talk about how I do make investments just in case I'm wrong. And contrary to what has been a pretty good track record on this show and on the YouTube channel, I'm wrong a lot. And the worst thing ever would to be aware of all of these things that have gotten so cheap over the, the past eight months to maybe have this be the only chance we have to buy things this cheap, this generation, and then allow it to pass us by. Because that's what a lot of people are going to do. We talked about this in a previous episode, this diseased mentality they have to where 
you know, <laughs> this happens in the uh, the alluvium form and the token sub form on Discord. These people are so stupid. You know, you have a token that was like over 1800 at one point, drops all the way down to 50, and there's people that are like, eh, I'll buy it when it's at 40. Why? Why would you not buy it when it's 36 times off of its highs? Why is that not good enough for you, but 40 is? So stupid. And then the price does get down to 40, and they're like, uh, if it can get down to 40, you can get down to 25. And then it does. And then they're, they're like, at that point, they're like, uh, if it can get to, I'll buy it when it's under 20. You know, I'll do that. And then they wake up one morning, and it goes from 25 to 75, which is still a very good price for something that was at 1800 but it's three times higher than where it was before, so now they're not interested, and then it finally ends up going back to its old highs, and they, they got completely left out. And it certainly didn't have to be that way. But I'm telling you, this very mentality is the majority for most people in the crypto space. They just don't understand how inexperienced they are and how bad they and pretty much everybody else on the face of this earth is at making future price predictions. So we need to protect ourselves against ourselves. And we've talked about a few ways to do that on this show. Now, what I am doing now is making a little, a very, very small change. So when it comes to crypto, for example, I will pick a particular number in my head. And once it gets there, I will revert over to my charts and then wait for my charts to give me a bull signal on Bitcoin and Ethereum on the weekly time frame. And that will signal to me that it's time to make a move. Now, there's going to be one problem with that. And the problem is, I actually expect this bear market to go on for a very long time, possibly years. And within those years, I'm probably going to get many bull signals on the weekly uh, that probably aren't going to be, quote, the one. You know, so what am I going to do? Just enter eight, nine times over the year? That doesn't make any sense. I don't want to enter one position and DCA down like nine times. And I don't think you do either. So I have employed something that I have shown the people on YouTube one time in the past. And I, I probably glossed over it for maybe a minute. And so now that we're 10 minutes into this episode, I want to go ahead and share it with you now. And that is the concept of a trailing buy. So we all know what a trailing stop is. It's something where you follow price on the way up. Uh, this is something where you follow price on the way down. So instead of having some random, arbitrary number in your head, which we're all guilty of doing, it's the way I did things for a while, you know, let's try and take a more intelligent approach. Let's take the weekly chart and then take a list of things that we're interested in buying, whether it's a stock or crypto or really anything, and allow a certain line to follow price down and always stay a certain distance away from price. So, for example, let's just say 30%. I like percentages here. I always do when it comes to this. You guys know me if you follow the channel. You simply check in every Friday to the positions you're looking at. You have your line 30% away from it. And if price has moved up, if you have a green candle for the week, you simply do nothing. But if price moves down, then you follow price down with your line and make sure you remain 30% away. So if price last week was at 22 and it has gone down to 20, your line needs to be where? At 26. And then there will come a day where price rallies up and trips that line. And that will be my signal to now not buy right away, but to go back to my actual charts and look at Bitcoin and look at Ethereum 
and see if they have given me a bullish signal as well. Now, if they have done that either this week or a week prior, then that's my signal to go ahead and either buy or dollar cost average down to a position that I've already bought in the past. Because again, what are we trying to avoid? You know, over a prolonged bear market, getting nine or 10 signals for one crypto token. <laughs> we want less than that. And this is how I plan on doing it. And a good reason why I bring this up this week is because it has already happened to me. I have purchased four different crypto tokens in the past week. Now, two of them you can find in the blog, and those did not hit my trailing buy, but I bought them for other reasons. I will actually link that down below if you want to check it out. And if you want to stay up to date with what I'm doing, you should. Now, if these were new positions, I would tell you, but these are older positions, uh, which means there will be no change to the overall watch list, uh, which, by the way, people are asking me to update the watch list. I've done that. Um, there weren't a whole lot of changes to be made, but if you go to my crypto portfolio blog, I have updated that. So for those who are interested, you can see an updated version of it now. Uh, but there were two positions that I already had um, that I wanted more of, and I wanted to dollar cost average down, and that is what I have done. And actually, in the case of the first one, I think I dollar cost averaged up, uh, but I'm okay with that. I'll explain. The first one was, unfortunately, Polygon. And I say unfortunately because I want as much of this as possible. I'm so bullish on Polygon for the future. Um, but the Matic token is just a beast. And it bulls even when the rest of the market bears. Um, but when the market bulls, it usually really bulls. And it actually hit my trailing buy and I had to buy more. You know, which at the end of the day, I'm really not too upset at. You know, I bought kind of in the 90 cent range and it, it dropped below 40 cents, which is a bit of a kick in the balls, but you really can't look at it that way. You, you have to look forward into the future. If Polygon does what I think it's going to do and the role I think it's going to play in the future of crypto and gaming, I will be able to look back in about three to five years from now and show my nephews, hey, this is where Uncle VP got into Polygon. And it seems like I got in kind of expensive now, but three to five years from now, I think they're going to look at that and be like, wow, how did Uncle VP know? He got in at such a low price. So I guess the moral there is when your trailing buy does get tripped, just make a move, take action. Don't get all mad that price is higher than you want it to be. Because the key thing here is to buy when things are cheap, which they are all very cheap now, and to make sure you leave yourself 0% chance to get left out. Uh, now, the other token it happened on to me was Ethereum. Now, Ethereum was not really on the watch list, nor did I say that I wanted to add on to it. Really, all I was doing was re replacing the ETH that I spent on Alluvium. I just wanted to get back to the amount that I had before. I'm not really interested in adding on to that amount because there are other projects that I like better. But I spent this ETH back when it was about 1900, 1920, kind of in that range, and I was able to buy it back around 1500, uh, which means I got a really nice discount on all the things I bought with it, uh, which is good because, God damn, do I feel like I spent an irresponsible amount of crypto <laughs> on this project. But you know what? Screw it. I, I got into Ethereum right around 280. So when you have that luxury, you don't have to be super prudent all the time. Uh, but you do need to be super prudent most of the time. And if you plan on DCAing down even further, like I do with Polygon, you know, after you make that purchase, then that trailing buy needs to go right back on again. And then this process needs to repeat itself until you are satisfied with the amount you have. 
Again, this isn't me telling you what to do. This is me telling you what I'm currently doing and the reasons why. Because no matter exactly when you do it, buying any kind of promising assets at a 65 to 85% discount, or in some cases more, uh, should never be considered crazy. So just find a way to pull the trigger at some point, regardless of when that is. So we can all look back one day and say we were not crazy. We were just early. <laughs>